We're now live. Well, hey. Well, hey. I We're think... now live on our own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got no mates. Oh, flipping heck. This is, it's weird, isn't it, doing it like this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, um, welcome to this unusual episode of At Home with the Fishers. Um, the reason why we're not doing it live, because this is Sunday uh, and it's, quarter past seven here um we've got um, a speed of sight meeting tomorrow so um we needed to pre-record this so this is episode I can't, can 10, I 10. <laughs> episode 10 episode 10 at home with the fishes with with no special guests this week but just you and me yeah next week it will be dave, dave the wood barber, barber. Yes. So that, that should be very interesting. So something there to look forward to. Yeah. Well, there's plenty to look forward to and listen to this evening. Yeah. Uh, we've been busy again. Uh, so we've got plenty to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what have we done? Um, well, the big thing this week was Basingstoke. Yeah, another Axminster demo. Yeah. Basingstoke. So... The the drive down there was on rubbish. Friday was rubbish. Six, <laughs> Six hours, hours yeah. uh, in uh, heavy rain, slow-moving traffic. We, we were in slow-moving traffic for about an hour and a half, yeah. coming up to Birmingham, roadworks. Uh, so, yeah, long journey down there. But we did make it to the store uh, by about 4 o'clock. Yeah, it was about four. About yeah. four o'clock on Friday. So we uh, said hello to Simon, the manager, and, uh, you know, uh, we, we unloaded the car and got set up and I just had a feel around. And all, all the live workshops that the demonstrations take place in, they're all a very similar layout. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I, the lathe was already there in place and a couple of workbenches and, and stuff so yeah we we just took our time uh for an hour setting yeah. up we had a brew and a chat so that was pretty cool uh and then we sort of like a bit of a break from the normal you're routine. not on the screen all oh, right <laughs> i'm not on the screen <laughs> you disappeared there. that's better <laughs> a bit of a break from the normal routine we'd been invited somewhere hadn't we yeah um i had a, a message Back in January, I think it was, and um, somebody that follows Chris had asked if we might pop round for a cup of tea when we were in Basingstoke, um, and that was a first, really. So um, it's it's been in the calendar for quite a while. So we met we met uh, Tony Walters and his family, um, and we spent probably a couple of hours couple of with hours. them. Lovely, lovely family, uh, and. Uh, it's sort of like the whole family, sort of like the makers and creatives, yeah. aren't they? And, and academics as well. Yeah. You know, uh, Tony's got a, a master's in chemistry and was working towards his PhD. Uh, his wife, Jenny, is a civil engineer. His father was a teacher. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if his mum was a teacher. I think it was his mother and father-in-law. Oh, sorry, yeah, his mother and father-in-law. Yeah. yeah, it was Jenny's mother and father. Yeah, lovely family. They're just uh, doing some work on the house and building new workshops. Uh, but yeah, really, really chilled out. Lovely family. Uh, we 
we had uh, a lovely cup of tea and coffee with them. Yeah. Uh, and it was just, uh, it was nice to, instead of leave the store where we'd been setting up and go. Yeah, just and, go and to just the go hotel. straight back to the hotel. It was yeah. nice. It was really nice. It was such a lovely change and it was so, so nice. I really enjoyed that. And Tony, uh, who's a wood turner and, you know, uh, loves making things, had made me a little knife. Uh, so he's made a couple of knives, I think. So he's sort of like just just getting into making his own knives. Yeah. So what a brilliant little knife and sort of like along the, the, the back, the spine of the knife, he textured it so it's sort of like serrated yeah. but not sharp. I was looking at it today because mm. um, we've, we've got it in the kitchen so it's it's going now to be got, one we use in the house. There's a cheese knife. Yeah, mm. um, and I was looking at it and just looking at that bit and mm. the wood is made, the handle's made of walnut. Yeah. yeah. So it's only a, it's a, a tiny little knife. It'd make a great utility knife. A great carving knife, uh, yeah, a great fruit knife, fruit knife, cheap. But I've I've, so I've designated it as a nice cheese knife. So uh, yeah, it's in the in the top drawer in the kitchen, which is our cutlery drawer. Yeah. Uh, so I took a photograph this morning for Twitter of it there, just with some uh, little piece of cheddar on the cheese board. <laughs> so you know, staging it. Uh, so yeah, lovely, lovely little gift, lovely knife, very sharp, really sharp. Uh, but they said they tested it on the on the sheets on of paper. paper. Yeah. So which is kind of the litmus test. Yeah. For sharpness. So yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely afternoon. Yeah, it was. And I had a chat with um Tony's mother in law. We were looking in the garden because they're uh, obviously doing a lot on the house. You said the garden was massive. It is, it? it's very big. Mm -hmm. Um and it's a sort of big rectangular shape. Mm. Um, Mike, I'm not sure if it goes down the side of the house, but yeah, it's got a lot of scope. You could do so much with it. Mm. Um, it's quite a nice stage to be at. And we were talking about different plants, and um, I was talking about you know the garden here and what that was like because that was just well, it was just a field of mud really. Yeah, um, as they are with new builds. Yeah, and you know it's sort of come together and i like where it's going now it's the last year or so it's really come together mm -hmm. so yeah it's interesting if you're into your gardening mm -hmm. um and uh you know you're sort of creating something and jenny's dad was uh, a big steam oh yeah yeah we're talking about steam engines steam engine enthusiast <laughs> yeah so yeah it's very similar to nicola sort of like goals to the local uh, historical railway and gets yeah. involved and helps maintain it and run it. Well, he was talking about Ropley. Um, and I couldn't remember if I'd ever been. I don't. I don't think I did go to Ropley, but I know um, the engine was at Ropley. Mm. Um, I think that was when it was on the mainline runs. So um, is this the Duke of Gloucester? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, Ropley was a name that used to crop up a lot. So. Yeah. I'm just thinking it might have been on the mainline runs, um, but it wasn't on the ones that I went on. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's. I suppose the, there are quite a lot of people who like steam engines, but mm. you don't really come across them that often. And um, 
it's it's nice just to come across somebody who knows a bit about steam and yeah have a chat i mean there's a lot there's a lot running and kept and yeah kept running yeah but you have to know where to go and you know uh when charlie was young and would go on holiday to you know wales or you know uh Derbyshire and things like that mm. there's you know there's often uh a steam train uh, pootling along the track somewhere mm. near to where you're staying. Well, there are quite a few heritage railways now. Mm. Um, obviously, the one that I've been involved with was East Lancs Railway. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's there's quite a few dotted around. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's the number of the Duke of Gloucester? Seventy one thousand. Seventy one thousand, and that's in for a major overhaul. Yeah. Yeah. So. It should be running again next year, um, and hopefully they've got some bookings for uh, mainline trips as well. I think we'll have to go on it actually. Once <laughs> thank you up for that. Well, yeah, it's I've not seen it actually running. Oh, I can't remember when it stopped running. It's probably two or three years ago. Mm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's quite a while ago. Mm. But yeah, I think we'll, we'll, have a, <laughs> we'll have a ride on the Duke of Gloucester when uh, when she's built uh, back up again. So yeah, it's a he. Oh, is it a he? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Duke. Duke. Of, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I mean, oh. technically, hmm. engines are always she. Yeah, yeah. But well, I used what, to. Yeah. I used to say, "How can it be she when it's called the Duke of Gloucester?" I know. So I always it was always it's like me. me, you know, motorcycles and aircraft. And oh, she's beautiful, you know. It's like <laughs> no, you know, it's your all right, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, looking heck. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that was cool. So then they, after we'd spent some time with Tony and his family, we had something to eat. Yes, uh, and then we did check into the hotel. Yeah, and just had a quiet night, really, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, just listened to a bit of TV. Uh, and you were just checking emails and the usual sort of stuff on your phone. Yeah. Uh, just made sure Bamber had, had his, his meal. and D-I-N-N-E-R. Yeah, and been to the, the toilet outside. And, yeah, so it was an early night. I think half nine was one. Yeah, we, uh, put We put an audio book on, didn't we? Yeah. And it was lights out. I don't think you heard much of it, though. No, no. <laughs> no, well, they're comfy, them, them beds. Yeah. Aren't they? So. Uh, and then it wasn't too bad in the morning. We didn't weren't in a massive rush, were we? Because you and, were set up. Yeah, and only five minutes. Yeah, we were really close. Really close to the store. Often, um, we're, we're not quite so close. It depends um, on what I can book for the hotel. Mm. But, uh, yeah, we were literally five minutes away, which was great. Yeah, and uh, great turnout. Great yeah. turnout at the demo. Yeah. Uh, lovely, lovely uh, group of people there. And uh, I did a, as as was suggested by Wayne the Woodturner, I did a sort of like a Nick Agar-inspired Viking Bowl in the morning and then in the afternoon i did a goblet but a goblet with a difference really it was uh again a suggestion by tom yeah one of the advisors in the store and uh he said uh spray it ruby red uh, so that was one of martin's oh yeah martin popped along as well for yeah. about an hour didn't yeah. he yeah 
So uh, and Tony and his wife came yeah, as well. Tony Walters, yeah. So yeah, uh, airbrushed red, and then a bit of texturing at the top, and then just tried to highlight the simple texturing with just the spiraling tool. So it was a couple of uh, sort of like spirals. Yeah. Uh, but on something with a larger diameter like that, they were just sort of like uh, diagonal swirls, really. And there was, uh, I, I put a little line above and below. Uh, and then we just rubbed some Hampshire Sheen Gold embellishing yeah. wax in, yeah. in the texture. So it just sort of like, it was very subtle, the gold. Mm. Uh, what I'd like you to do with the goblet. My idea was, you know, for the Nicola bowl where you've mm. got that band, mm. was to put a band, but it's probably too late because I think we decided on all well, that. Well, yeah, if you'd mentioned you part way through, yeah, if you'd have mentioned that, you said, well, that, that was I'd kind have, of what I had in my head. Well, yeah, if you'd have said like the Nicola bowl, I'd have left the thickness on to yeah. power carve it. Yeah, I just you did. just said textured, so I put my texture into yeah. it. So anyway, it was a lovely feeling goblet. Yeah, no, it was very nice. Uh, and they, um, oh, I can't remember if I posted um, the final pictures on Instagram. Um, I posted pictures of the the bowl. Um, I have a feeling that we sort of know we left, didn't we? And I've not. Um, I did take some pictures of the the goblets. Um, and the bowl together, so I'll put those on Instagram and you can see those. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I forgot. I, I get a backlog sometimes of Instagram stuff to do. And, uh, and I'm just going to say something now. Uh, Go on, then. I know. Say something. Uh, the I thought for a change we had a little pot of Buffett. You said it was antique silver. Yeah. Uh, guilting cream. Now, I didn't know, and I didn't find out, really. I fact, well, I realised straight away that as soon as I put my uh, finger in the paste and tried to smush it between my fingers to even it out, mm. it dried straight away. So I'm trying to apply this gilt cream to the Viking bowl on the outside, and it was hard work. And uh, luckily, uh, it was it's not like it ended up looking a bit, you know, older because <laughs> it was a bit yeah. patchy. You said, although you said it still ended up a really it lovely. It did look really nice, but I could tell when you were putting it on mm. that it didn't. I was thinking it just looks a bit streaky and a bit patchy. Mm. Mm. And also, I was thinking about that video with Nick Agar yeah. where he's got it between his fingers mm. and the way he puts it on. And I'm thinking mm. it's not going on the same as it did in that video and yeah well i knew that straight away and then after i'd done it nicola had a look at the lid and it said fast drying yeah so me obviously taking longer to apply things really i need something that's not fast drying i need that longer work time yeah so well it's obviously for specific projects where you want it to dry quickly but yeah i i used it i tried it uh, not the best product for that sort of project. No, no. Obviously, it has its uses and is probably really, really successful uh, on other pieces of art. Well, it's on my workbench now, so I'm going to do You're something going to with use it. it. Well, you can practice with it. Uh, but lesson learned, uh, and a lot of, I think, you know, demos as well. It's good to try something new. Again, try something new, step out of your comfort zone. You're sharing it with the audience there, raw for the first time. 
it wasn't a mistake per se, but it was something that I wouldn't use in that way again because mm. it's fast drying and I need a longer work time. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, a word to the wise, uh, if you're using Buffet, gilting, cream, paste, wax, whatever it's called, it's going to dry quick. It's going to dry fast. Yeah. So, yeah, bear that in mind. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I normally use Hampshire Sheen embellishing waxes, yeah, or I've got the, the chestnut ones as well, which Nick Agar uses, the chestnut. Mm. Uh, on on these Viking bowls, they're fine. So Hampshire Sheen and the chestnut ones, fine. Buffet, fast drying. So be mm. aware of that. Well, uh, I'm thinking, you know that um, wooden carved plate I've got on my workbench. Mm. I'm going that to that one with the deer on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to gilt that because mm. um, it's it's. I was having a look at it. I think it was 1958 that and that was made. Uh, well, that was it's. Looks like it's pyroed on the back. It was a gift to my mum and dad from my grandma. Oh, right, okay. When she'd been somewhere. Okay. Um, and I just thought, well, I could I could um, put some gilting mm. lots of cream on it. Yeah, you're going to, what, apply it by, your, the, yeah. by your finger? Yeah, on the textured and carved bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to give it a bit more interest. It'll, yeah, it'll work well on that, and especially with you being able to see what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there was that. So, uh, Viking Bowl in the morning, gobbler after lunch, great crowds. Uh, I believe a lot of people were buying Hampshire Sheen stuff <laughs> after the demo, which is obviously great uh, for Martin as well as yeah, Axminster. Yeah. And Jimmy DeResta says something, and I, I, I'll never forget it. And it's, you know, if Jimmy says, and Jimmy's sponsored by a lot of different people and he's, he endorses a lot of things, Jimmy DeResta says often, if you support my sponsors, you're supporting me. And that's right. Yeah. You know, so if people are, you know, uh, buying Hampshire Sheen products, uh, you know, that's keeping Martin, who's a family man with the business, mm. ticking along. I know Martin obviously has got his wood turning as well and his commissions and his mm. teaching, but every little helps. And, you know, people spending money in Axminster, uh, yeah. you know, ultimately, if Axminster do well, you know, they'll – they'll look after me as well. Yeah. So it's right, look after your sponsors uh, and they'll look after, you know, your sort of like those people that are, are sponsored. Mm. So, yeah, it was good. It was a really good day. Uh, we were really well looked after with drinks and a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, great store, good great team. staff, good yeah. team. Uh, and we it, met um, Matthew. Um, he was the son of one of the advisors as well. He and his dad came, um, and he looked after Bamba. Yeah, yeah. He another, loved another Bamba. young lad, yeah, another <laughs> he young lad. loved Bamba. Fell in love with Bamba. Yeah. Oh, and talking of Bamba, um, Blue Light Turner has sponsored a guide dog as well. Um, yeah, well done. Yeah. Um, so well, thank, thank you. you very much. That's There are a few people we know who sponsor guide dogs because they've met Chris and Bamba. Um, so, yeah. You've changed a life. Yeah. You've yeah. changed a life. You know, that dog that you're sponsoring through his training or her training, that's going to go to someone that's blind or severely visually impaired. Yeah. And you are going to change a life. So, thank you so very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, that's it's just nice. Coming isn't from it? a family again, that know. Yeah. Again, know. it's like the sponsorship thing, isn't it? You know, it's 
somebody knows you and the knock-on effect is that they've gone and sponsored yeah. a guide dog as well and yeah, yeah. it's it's that nice virtuous circle that happens and yeah yeah there's this there's like i say this you know it restores your, your faith in humanity a little bit to know that there are out people there's a lot of idiots in the world but there's a lot of nice people doing nice things yeah you know and we should be thankful for that you yeah. know so yeah, massive, massive life-changing experience for someone when they get that that puppy that's in training. So yeah. that was epic. Uh, so great demo, journey home. Well, we're not finished yet. So we had oh, um, yeah. we had the wood turners came from the wood turning club, and we're going there um, next September, I think. We're going, and we think it's what club? I think it's Kennet Valley. Kennet Valley. Yeah. Um, so we saw A great bunch. Lots of banter uh, and uh, to in and fro in, and you know, I was being my cheeky little self, and you know, that we were having a laugh, uh, and it was just sort of like to in and fro in. Mm. Uh, well, it was good, a lot of them stayed all day as well. Yeah, and they said it so was they an amazing watched demo. All day. Yeah, they said, you know, and I really appreciate it, it was an amazing demo, and you know, there was a lot of positive feedback both from Axminster and uh, yeah. people that had come to watch. Yeah. Uh, so that well, just said it'd been a busy day. Yeah, by their standards, it had been a busy day. Yeah. Uh, as far as you know, demos go. Yeah. So that's that's all positive, and obviously that news will trickle back to Axminster HQ and Wayne Asher, who's the retail engagement yeah. manager. You know, he'll all he'll he'll be checking up on how the day went yeah. and was it a success and how did it go and yeah. you know so they this, might have you back. They might have me back. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah, we might have you back next year. So who knows? Fingers crossed. Yeah. So we saw Martin. Um, that was nice to see Martin. Yeah, it's always nice. Obviously, you know, Martin, Martin's been here a couple of times and spent the night here. You know, uh, we're, we're big fans of, of Martin. And uh, oh, obviously, I love Hampshire Sheen products. Uh, and I, I use them a lot, both the embellishing waxes and the intrinsic range of colours. So, so well made and thought yeah. out. Guy, you know, the guy's got so many great ideas and his background is in graphic design and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, he was there. It had just been his birthday, so he'd had a great time with yeah. his family. Uh, I think his wife, Natalia, was working and the kids were yeah. doing homework and other yeah. sorts of stuff. So he'd found a bit of time. I think he lived half an hour drive away from yeah. the store. So, yeah, and I got a new hat, a new Hampshire yeah. Sheen baseball cap. So, uh, he, yeah, we had a selfie, Martin and I, with my new yeah. arm. So that's lovely. So, yeah, it's always nice to speak to Martin, but it's it's harder to track him down and pin him down now because, you know, he's he's so busy with everything. Well, he's, he's been doing. doing demos as well. He's yeah, done the whole, he's done the whole Axminster tour. Well, that was sort of like, you know, when uh, bands bring out a new album and they do the tour yeah. to promote it. Uh, since Axminster have been stocking Hampshire Sheen, this is the Hampshire Sheen demo yeah. road trip for yeah. Martin with Axminster, yeah. so he's promoting Hampshire Sheen. I think he said he'd finished it doing all the stores. I think he now. has now, yeah. Yeah. So, whether so or... we've got about four more, haven't we now? Mm. Um, let me just consult my list. Uh, we've got North Shields in July. Mm. Um, we've got Sittingbourne in September. Got Cardiff in September, and we've got Nuneaton in October. 
Mummy Eaton's the finale. Yeah, it's so Mummy Eaton's the last um, one. Yeah, their biggest store. Yeah. So, yeah, great. And a few clubs in between that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and who else Who else was there? Um, this, was a, this was a surprise, but a, a, another great guy. Go on. Prickly like, Saucy's dad. Yeah. So, uh, I he was... He said, I'm Prickly Saucy's dad. Yeah, I'm turning. In fact, if I can just remember, Martin had been there for a while, and you went. He doesn't know you're here, obviously. Yeah, you know. And, and well, he not. He was sort of. He got himself a drink, and um, he not sort of announced that he was there. So I said, "You, you better tell him you're here." Yeah, because obviously I can't see him. Yeah, you know, and he was stood literally like. Three I thought foot. you might have heard him. His no, voice. I hadn't uh, because I was. Obviously, turning at yeah. the time, but this just goes to show how how surreal it is in the world of the blind. You know, you've got someone there that you know three foot away, and you know could have been could have been an eighteen foot gorilla for all I know. Uh, but yeah, I'd not heard him, and then I said, "You better tell me." All right, Chris, and I was straight away. Oh yeah, hi Martin, how you doing, mate? So uh, yeah, but Prickly Saucy's dad. Yeah. What a character! What yeah. a lovely guy. I know. Flipping. And he said that um, he plays table tennis, badminton, marathon. Really. Um, what else did he say? He played. He plays something. There were three things he said. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe tennis. I can't remember, but he definitely said table tennis and badminton. Yeah. And um, he's running. I think he's running the London marathon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was. He was a nice guy. He was yeah. a, what a great character. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, cheeky chappy. Yeah, he was. Uh, and yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. Uh, so that was yeah, that was amazing. That was pretty so like a, a jaw dropping moment when he said, "It's Prickly Sauce's <laughs> dad." Well, think- so I called him. Good afternoon, Mister Sauce. <laughs> so well, I think Rob had said that he lived near. Basingstoke, mm. so he was going to mention it and see if he could come. Mm. I think he had mentioned he had said that to us, mm. um, but you sort of forget these things, don't you? And yeah. and someone turns up and it's like, oh yeah, I remember now. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good day. I'm quite tired now. I think um, you know it was it was a busy day on Friday and long, uh, drive. long drive, and yeah, I'm feeling the effects now. Um, yeah. But we we drove. Well, we went to get some petrol, didn't we? I went to pay, and I came out, and you're wondering about the car park, the yeah. petrol station, the forecourt. Yeah, what? It, yeah. So I was sat in the car, and it was quite warm. Just about to uh, head on home, about twenty past half past five, uh, and there was uh, they were Asian, weren't they? You know, they were Ch- I think she was Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. So uh, she said. Uh, it was a new car. I'm not going to do the accent. No, you know, don't no, do the no, accent. But you know, a uh, couple couple of Chinese girls in a car that they just bought, or it was the dad's car, or they just passed the test. I think it was a Vauxhall Corsa. It was, yeah. And yeah. they couldn't get the the petrol uh, flap open, yeah, to access the petrol filler. So we're feeling, and she said, "Excuse me, can you help?" <laughs> So I said, you said, yeah, we can't, we can't work out how to, you know, open the petrol flap. So I said, yeah, I'll have a go. And as I got out, they, they, they sat like pause because I was in uncharted territory there. And there's obviously steps and curves and things and petrol pumps. So I was into full on blind zombie mode then with my hands out in front of me a bit. And she went, oh, sorry, what? And you could say, so I, like, I said, 
I said, give me a minute, where's your car? I'm blind. And she went, oh, no, I'm so sorry. So I said, don't worry about it. I said, come on, let's get it sorted. Lovely girls. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're there ferreting and, you know, we thought we'd have remembered where it was. Uh, but we're trying to feel the little tab that you pull to release the bonnets and the fuel fillers and yeah. things. And then this went on for a few minutes and she was about to phone her dad or she was on the phone. I said, have you got your keys? Because I, someone, you know, I thought, ah, oh, here we go. Yeah, I remember now. Have you got your keys? And she went, I don't think there's anything on the key fob that does it. So I locked the car and then unlocked it. And of course, there's that little button that pulls back. It's a pin that goes through yeah. the filler just to lock it. So I locked the car and unlocked it, and then it was open, and they were so happy and yeah. so pleased. Oh, thank you, love, and all that. I said, "Don't worry." So we were high fiving each other and everything. So yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, we'd we'd got these girls some, you know, access to the fuel filler. It was it was interesting though because when we were coming away and getting back in our car, she said something about, um, "Well, you can, you can do anything." Mm. Um, so, yeah, I bet they were talking about you last night. Yeah, and as we're driving off the forecourt, they're shouting, thank you, bye, love, bye. So we're saying bye. So, yeah, you just never know what's going to happen, do you? No. So that was quite quite hilarious, but lovely, a lovely moment. I'll never forget that moment because yeah. it was just like, who'd have ever thought of that? Two young Asian girls struggling to put fuel in the car yeah. and a blind guy gets out and, and you know, sorts, it out, sorts it out for them. Yeah. So yeah. that was fun. And then the drive home, which was pretty straightforward. It wasn't too bad. Was it yeah. four, four, four hours. hours? Yeah. Four hours. Uh, so well, we left about, we got home about quarter past nine. We so left about quarter past five. Yeah, so about four hours, like yeah. uh, and then it was unload it was the car. Than the journey down. Yeah. Unload the car when we get home. We don't like leaving stuff in the car overnight. Uh, had a bit of something to Had eat. some supper, and then I was doing the nod, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah. I had I had a, a gin and tonic yeah. with my tea, yeah. supper, uh, and that's it. And we were listening to the Big Bang Theory, and you're saying you've got your eyes shut, and I'm like. <laughs> I've got to that point where I'm that tired, I could just sleep here all night. I'm yeah. too tired to go upstairs. Uh, and I was feeling a bit relaxed and cosy. And I thought, come on, let's go to bed. And it was getting on as well. You know, it was about 11 o'clock, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And I remember getting into bed and it must have been three or four minutes and I was out for the count. And I didn't, didn't move until I woke up this morning. So I had a really good night's sleep. Uh, and I, I almost thought I'd have had an afternoon nap today. Mm. Uh, and I said to Nicola, she was coming up to do some admin. Uh, and I said, I might have a nap. But I didn't. I, couldn't. No. I wasn't tired. And I thought, I'm not wasting it. So I've got an <laughs> afternoon nap in credit for later on this week. So, yeah, you were doing, you came up and, uh, yeah, oh, what did just... we do? Yeah, so this morning, actually, we just jumped ahead of time. What did you do in the workshop this morning? Oh, yeah, I've been, um, tidying up my workbench I have a workbench in the workshop and it's well it's just really ended up being piled up with a few bits and pieces and mm. I've not well I've probably not done anything in about a year mm. um so I've uh cleaned it all uh hoovered it up reorganized my two um sets of drawers um and put things as much as I can away um 
And then I've got some projects that I want to do, mostly shabby chic and things like that. So I've now got them on a shelf. They were distributed in various places in the workshop. And um, I just thought if they had them all together, it's a bit more of an incentive to do something. So I've got it all organised now. um, And I've got one project that I'm probably going to do first, which I bought recently, um, well, last week when I met Andrea. Um, It's a a lidded box with um, a metal handle on it, and it's got um, three compartments inside. But it smells very um, oily or something like that. It's got... um, Smells very old. Yeah, it smells very old. Um, And it's got a plaque on something to do with some sort of mechanical lubricant or equipment sorry. yeah something yeah like it's, that. it's it's held it was it was some sort of kit wasn't it yeah some diagnostic kit for yeah. something or other but it smells old and oily so uh that's going to be your and it's got yeah it's got these little dividers inside yeah. a great great feeling little box got some yeah. age to it uh and if it's not as old as what it smells it's had it's had a hard life, but it's in really good order. Yeah, it's no, no damages or you know no damage or splits or cracks, and the uh, the hinge lid works fine and everything. So I'm going to um, clean it up. We nipped to B and Q, and we got some uh, medium wire wool uh, meth. Yeah. So for those of you that you know methylated, that's denatured alcohol. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. It's purple anyway over here. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it a clean. Um, degrease it. Degrease it. Just get it as clean as I can. But what I'm thinking of doing is using the Joe Sonia paints. Um, not entirely sure what it's going to look like, but i just quite like to do the top with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my plan at the minute. So that's um, a project I want to work on, and I've got um, I've got an old crate that's quite it's really in bad shape. Um, not entirely sure what I'm going to do with that one yet. It's got some letters on the side, sort of stenciled on, but very faint, and it would seem a shame to paint over that. Um, I've got a Bible box that I've got some ideas about. I've also got um, a mirror that I've we bought some paints as well in B and Q. It's a mirror that's on a little drawer plinth, and it has yeah. a little flap that you can put things in. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to pretty much shabby chic that one. That's that should be a relatively quick job. Yeah. Um, I've got another box um, that kind of wish I'd not got that one, but I'll do something with it. Um, Hold on, I've just thought you know. Uh, how we're transporting the uh, intrinsic paints. Yeah. Uh, and we said we could do with a nice little dedicated hard case. Yeah. Just wondering if they go in there, if we put a little handle on top of it. Which one? The one that you're not quite happy with, the box. Would it be big enough? No, that's it's your, it's only probably six square no way no way no. No, big enough now i mean you could have that other crate but it's probably too vintage to use for that yeah. i think we'll we'll go to hobbycraft and there's one i had there was a hobbycraft next to axminster in basingstoke as well and um i did have a quick look in there yeah. whilst chris was setting up and they did have quite a lot of boxes and some with 
um, you know, section, sectioned off. And yeah. I'm just wondering if some of those, you know, if it was tall enough, yeah. um, you could use something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we need to go and have a look. Because yeah. also they had, um, I was in two minds whether to get it. They had like um, a paper cutter with a grid on and, different sizes yeah. and I've got some paper I've got quite a good guillotine but it's very hard getting paper to the same size on it because it's it's only very narrow yeah. whereas this you know you could do like a5 and yeah. a6 and um so I kind of wished I'd got that really yeah. so might be a trip to Hobbycraft yeah. Yeah. um I don't know if there's one near the Trafford Centre I need to have a look. Uh, there's one that's there's one there that's mostly Warrington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on that retail part before, just off the main road. Yeah. So, yeah. So and that was what we did today. Um, went to B and Q, stocked up on a few things. Um, I did a bit of pottery in the greenhouse. I've been planting um some poppies. I I sowed some seeds and they're coming up. So I've been um taking some of them up now and potting them up in individual pots so I've done a few of those I've got another plant I think it's called a calancho it's a succulent it's an indoor plant really and it has little flowers on it um but it had gone a bit leggy so I decided it was a case of end it or mend it so great saying yeah yeah <laughs> so I chopped off I, I googled a bit first but I took um, quite a lot of cuttings. I've got about 10 cuttings um, and decided to try to see if I could get them to root. And it said that what you had to do was to leave them for a few days to harden off. And then you could use the rooting powder. And then um, I've had them in trays and that now I've um, transferred them into pots. Mm. But they're coming on all right. So um, Elaine and Brian brought that. Mm. So... Once one of the plants is more established, I'm going to give them one of those. Yeah, cool. So they can have a plant, a baby back. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we've done today. A load of washing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it, really. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So uh, you also went and had a walk around Heaton Park. with. Yeah, Um Somebody I know, I met up uh, with them this week um, and we decided that we'd sort of walk and talk. So um, it was a lovely day, actually. It was probably one of the better days last week. Um, and Heaton Park is, I can't remember, I can never remember if it's six or 800 acres, but it's big. Mm. Um, and it's a fantastic place. When I lived in that neck of the woods, I used to go there um, pretty much every weekend and I know lots of places that a lot of sort of normal visitors wouldn't know about. Mm. Um, but one of the uh, wardens there, the park, well, ranger, he's not a mm. warden, I keep calling them wardens, he's a, he's a park ranger. Yeah. Um, I bumped into him and I've not seen him for, um, oh, for maybe four years I can't remember when I last saw him but it's a few years ago um and I used to do photo walks in the park and Dave used to come on the photo on the walks and um you know just sort of pitch in really and tell you a bit about the park um so yeah that was nice just seeing him um but yeah it was great I love the park it's that's one thing I miss um 
I know there are places around here there's Cureden and mm. but I don't know, Heaton Park is just so spectacular. Well, we used to we used to ride from Eccles to Heaton Park on our bikes as kids. Yeah. Uh, in the summer holidays, uh, and you know, on lovely hot days, you've got, uh, you know, the Bolton Lake. There was uh, like a little Lido, an outdoor pool. Yeah. You know, obviously uh, kiosks and ice cream stands, and you've got the mm. you've got the house there, and there was sort of like a, a petting zoo, and, yeah. you know, mile upon mile of paths, and you know. You know, thousands of trees. Bearing in mind, this was obviously at one point, you know, private residence. Yeah. Uh, and Did you ever go when the swimming pool was open? Yeah, I've been when the swimming pool was open. I think, but never went to it. Mm. Never went in it. Because mm. the, the it's it's all overgrown now. Mm. Um, but there used to be um, a swimming pool and. Um, Oh, what did they have at Bellevue? What, the the racing? What do they call it? Well, greyhound racing. No, no, no. Cars or bikes or, or speedway. Speedway. Mm. I think they've got a speedway as well. All right. Um, I I know where that is. Mm. Um, but a lot of these things have just grown over now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just I mean, there's the tram as well. They've mm. got a tram. Mm. They've got the trams um, shed and. Um, there's Heaton Hall, yeah, there's golf course, yeah, there's, a golf course um, there's that little uh miniature boating like I took you to. Um, yeah, looking at the track, <laughs> that's yeah. one of the sort of hidden, hidden. secrets yeah. of Heaton yeah, Park. Stay hidden for me. Oh, let's go over here. Nicola says it won't take us long, half an hour like we're still trudging across this field that's not on any map, you know. And and she had me sort of like going all commando through some fencing and we try to shove bamber through a little gap in the fence and you know, there's debris and foliage and twigs strewn everywhere and we're into this old part of the Eaton Park where there used to be an old boating lake. Oh, it's great here, oh yeah, it used to be here. and I'm thinking, well and I nearly tri I nearly <laughs> fell over, didn't I? I lost my balance. And Bamba found the wettest, dirtiest patch oh, yeah, of soil. Oh, yeah, decided to roll it. Yeah, and fa yeah, he face-planted, and then he's doing a roll in all the wet, dirty <laughs> earth. I'm thinking, oh, why have you brought it? I said, next time. Come on your own. Come on your own. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, yeah, but you love Heaton Park. I yeah. do, I do, yeah. but I've got many, many hours. I like it there. because, well, I said today, because we were there about half ten, so probably when I saw Dave it was – I don't know, 11-ish. Yeah. Um, and I said, this is how I like the park, where there's very few people. I think this weekend it's um, some sort of festival in the park, park life or something like that. Oh, right. um, yeah, they do a lot of concerts there. Yeah, mm. but I said, I, I just love it when it's this quiet. Because mm. I used to go, I'd be in there at six in the morning mm. and, you know, you'd practically see nobody. Yeah. It was great. Just the odd jogger, I suppose, and things. Yeah, just a few dog walkers, but they were all people that I used to know, and yeah. you'd see the same people at the same time. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it is. It's just such an amazing place. Yeah. can't spend hours and hours there. Yeah. I, I used to be there for five, six hours at a time, yeah. um, taking loads of pictures. Yeah. 
So, Happy yes, day. that was Heaton Park this week. Um, so, anything else from this week? Uh, you no, know, I think that's pretty much what we've been up to. Yeah. Uh, and we've sort of like caught up. I plan to do some. When's our next demo? Um, 22nd in Croydon. 22nd in Croydon. Mm. Okay, coming up this week. So it's this, obviously, tomorrow we've got the Speed of Sight meeting. Yeah. Uh, but on Thursday, then, it's the Henshaw's yeah. uh, award ceremony yeah. at the Midwood Hotel. So we're at that. Yeah. So that's going to be good. And I'm talking there. Apparently, yeah. So I'll be up uh, having a little chat about you know who I am and hopefully trying to inspire the troops a bit there. Yeah. So uh, that's that should be a nice afternoon. So yeah, nice nice little week. We hope to do some turning. Um, We've well, got a commission to do, haven't you? Yeah, just a, it's just one pen, is it? Yeah. Yeah, just one slimline pen that's going to. Somebody here in the UK. Yeah. And you want it out of you? No. Olive wood. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Don't do it in you. <laughs> don't, don't do it in you. Olive wood. Uh, well, you bought a couple, so if I do one out of you, you yeah. say, no, do the other one now in olive wood. So yeah. olive wood. Remember olive wood, Chris. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be turning this week in between, you know, yeah. going out and calibrating. Yeah. Well, I don't... I... I don't think we've got anything else in particular on, have we? Until um, Surrey in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then the next thing will be Matthew starting on the 19th. Yeah. So that'll be a week on Wednesday. Yeah. And then obviously that weekend it's Croydon and Surrey. Yeah, I'm just having a look at what we've got on. Just got Henshaws. Um, I've got um, a networking event on Friday. Is that an early morning one? No, no, not mega early. It's sort of oh, fairly, oh, <laughs> fairly reasonable. Oh, makes me um, shiver, yeah. thought of it. Um, yeah, and then we've got Dave um, next Monday. So I'll be in touch with him just for final details, but mm. I've already been in touch. So um, I'm going to start emailing people just to say, would you like to join us and be mm. on Maker Monday? Um, so at the moment, I've just really started with people who've expressed an interest. So if anybody else would like to join us, um, you're very welcome. And as we keep saying, um, you know, you can have been a maker for, well, like Wayne the Wood Turner, 30 years or 30 days. Um, it really doesn't matter. It don't matter. No. It don't matter, because if you've been at it for 30 days, you'll have something to say about yeah. it. Yeah, You know, why have you got... I've been at it for about 30 minutes. You've <laughs> been at it longer than that. Yeah. You've been a maker. I don't, your whole dabbled. life. Your whole life. Yeah. You know, it's, there's so many different ways of being a maker. Mm. You know, making lovely photographs. Yeah. Well, I, I used to do more um, art journaling as well. Mm. Um, there's some of my books are in underneath my workbench. Um, I've not done that for a while. Mm. A lot of it's just time, you know. You start something, then it sort of gets put, you know, mm. on layaway. Yeah, it is time. Yeah. 
So and then generally when you've got got the time, you're knackered. I know. <laughs> yeah. You just can't catch a break, can you? No. Um I'm just gonna say something about this pen. Um somebody um we, we met somebody recently who had made uh turned an executive fountain pen. Um and I quite liked it. It was chunky. So um, I got one of these from Axminster and Chris turned it in olive wood. Designed to be chunky, though. It's not, it's like, designed, yeah, it's not like it's, a standard pen and then you, you do no, sort of it, like it a bulbous is, It is a, a very chunky, a naturally chunky pen. Mm -hmm. um, and whilst we were at um, Basingstoke, I was just having a look for um, the pen kits that we needed. And I came across the a converter, so I thought mm, I'll try it. We weren't convinced it was the right size, but it's working really well. And um, so I've got my um, J Herbin ink in there, and uh, it's writing really well. So um, I thought that was quite good news. It was um, three one zero four nine nine. So I'm I'm just keeping that. So I've got a record for next time if we do do one again. But this uh, it's a Craft Pro kit executive pen. Yeah. Now yeah. now you know your pens, right? And I don't mean your pens. I mean you're talking. I know pens. A, you know pens as a generalisation. Yeah. And your opinion of this pen is. Um, I think it's a nice pen. Um, I think you know if you do it with the right blank, it's it's going to look um like a really impressive pen. I like the weight of it; it's it feels really nice, and I quite like um I like pens with a bit of weight, and I like this has got I think this is a number six nib, um, and it sort of writes. It's not mega broad, but it's quite inky, and I like that. Mm. Um, you're not sort of thinking you've used your pen's not writing as fast as you are. You, but you have said it writes impeccably. It well. does write really nicely. Mm. Um, it's nice to hold. Um, yeah, it's it's one that I think we would do again. Um, I mean, I like we've we've made a well, you've made a lot of pens. Well, I've made hundreds um, of pens now, and I do like the Taylor's Murfield ones as well. Mm. Um, you know they're they're really nice, and I've got oh quite a few of those. Um, the Kappas are nice. Yeah. Um, Omegas. The Omegas, yeah. yeah. Lots of Zetas and things. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, as you know, as far as like pens that we just recently turned for the first time and made. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is I'm this is a really good this. pen. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the executive. Fountain pen. Pen. and they do they do the uh the ballpoint or rollerball one as yeah, well yeah so yeah really good pen uh axminster craft pro kit uh yeah. simple turn obviously two piece turn so you have the the main body in the cap section but uh very very uh simple kit to assemble uh mm -hmm. and lovely to turn but quite quite a chunky yeah Feel to it. I'm always well whenever I get pens and you know I've got loads of fountain pens 
I'm always hoping that they write really nicely. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, touch wood, all the ones that I've bought, um, they've all been really good. They're all very different. There's some are really, really fine. Um, some of them are a lot more inky than others. Um, but I use them all for different things at different times. Mm. And, you know, depending on, you know, what I want to do, whether kind of want to write in a small journal or mm. a bit more flamboyant. Um, I've pretty much got a pen for every day of the year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do love them. There's something, I don't know what it is about fountain pens. This is something I've liked fountain pens since I was at school. And I think we got, I got my first fountain pen in the last year of junior school. Mm. Um, we all had uh, ink pens, you know, those sort of blue and black ones. Yeah, with, I remember. Because they did the same with those. You, you had to be able to write with a fountain pen before you went to high school. Yeah. Mm. And then um, when I went to senior school, we had to write in ink, so I had umpteen fountain pens, um, and I I always used to love them. Mm. I was always going into W. H. Smith to see what else they had. <laughs> yeah, new fountain pens. So that's yeah, it's something I've always liked. Well, there's something uh, there's something special and romantic about writing in a fine fountain yeah, pen, I suppose. Yeah, it's, yeah. I've I've just always liked stationery and pens and. Um, writing and I don't know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amongst other sort of interests, you you know, you you've got your fond love of both uh, writing and the the tools to write. Uh, but actually, just while I'm thinking about tools, yes, yeah, a little bit of a segue Segway. into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've continued, uh, you know, since I got the Tormek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm just there feeling my arm. Since I got the Tormek, I'm beginning to work through my tools now and, you know, sharpen them on the Tormek and, you know, uh, some gouges and uh, spindle gouge and uh, bowl gouge and, so I'm working through. So today, just before, uh, video, before yeah, before dinner, I said, "Oh, Nicola, I've just been sharpening my roughing gouge on the tarmac. Uh and I said, "It is scary sharp." I said, "I can shave with it." Uh, so uh, we did a little video. Uh, so yeah, I I sharpened it obviously on the stone, and then I've honed it and deburred it. Uh, and yeah, I was shaving with it. Now you won't be able to tell there, but it's it's like shaved my arm there. So I was just there with the roughing gouge shaving, and that's just incredible. And well, so far eighty six people have seen that. Right. So yeah, absolutely incredible. And the fact that I can get that level of sharpness time after time uh, with you know in safety and with efficiency is incredible it's absolutely jaw-dropping and mm. i know there's lots of different sharpening systems out there and uh you know there's high speed and slow speed and like linisher types and diamond cbn wheels and things but i'm very very impressed with it and it's made uh tool sharpening and you can even take your you know your cutters off your carbide tools you know and mount them into uh, an adapter you get for your bowl gouge mm. jig and you can even sharpen your, your cutters and things 
So uh, great system, great, really pleased. And, and I just thought for, when I, when after I finished owning it, I thought that feels really sharp. I wonder, and as I'm there, I could feel the hairs coming off. Oh, so, so where did you do it? Oh yeah, yeah, you can feel. Yeah, feel how smooth. <laughs> uh, so yeah, very sharp. So. Uh, and so that was sort of like the last bit of messing around we did before <laughs> dinner this evening. So uh, that's pretty much it. I think we're up to speed with yeah, everything now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, until so this is going to be uh, obviously available. Yeah. Tomorrow um, evening. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite strange, really, doing it without having the people chat. to chat with. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But yes. at least um, we we just wanted to make sure we were consistent and um, yeah. we weren't missing weeks because once you start missing weeks, it's you lose that momentum. Yeah, no, we've got to try and keep it up with everything. Maybe you know, yeah. posting videos on Instagram and YouTube, you know, as often as we can, and especially with Matthew coming, you know, we get them regular. So uh, that's cool. So. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. Then. Yeah, that's it then. So we're going to sign off now. Yeah, and it's been great yeah. talking to you tonight, Nicola. Yeah, we talk like this all the time. I know we do, don't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. So if, if it's funny being doing it on video, though, isn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talk all the time, don't we? Yeah. So as we're driving along, you know, it's like, right, let's discuss. <laughs> If something's happened, we'll get in the car and we'll go, right, discuss. So we'll talk then all the way home or wherever we're going yeah. about, you know, events and topics and can be anything, can't it? Yeah. Talk about anything. So, yeah. oh, that's I've enjoyed uh, this little <laughs> chat tonight. You're funny. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you? Yeah, I'm funny. Yeah. I am funny. Right then, so right that's then. it then. That's it then, folks. Okay. So, <laughs> thanks for listening. Yes. Uh, thanks for watching, listening. Thanks for watching. Subscribing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we will be back live on the seventeenth of June um, with Dave the Wood Barber. Yeah. Um, so check it out. <laughs> yeah. All right then, shall we go? We're going. Okay. All right, catch you later. Bye. Bye.